Hey, welcome to episode 17 of Tangible Takeaways. So glad that you're here with us. Uh, I'm Jackson, and today I'm going to tell you how it's really easy to stay stuck on focusing internal, but man, we got to turn external. Hey guys, and I'm Carlos, man, and I'm here, man. We're going to be talking about, man, just offloading our burdens, man, just laying them at the feet of Jesus and staying focused at who he is. Yeah, all that and more in this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Hey, welcome to episode 17 of Tangible Takeaways. So glad that you're here, Carlos. Thanks for being on. Uh, just for people who are maybe getting to know you, uh, what campus do you work at and uh, what's your role? Oh, right now I'm working at the Hesperia campus. Uh, I am the student director there, so I do okay. everything, you know, junior high, high school student, you know, all things to do with students. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And how long have you been on the team? Well, right now I've just passed over a year there specifically at Hesperia, okay. but I did serve uh, with students here at Victorville for quite a few years. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's awesome, man. Yep. How's uh, how's the year been going, kind of getting back into some normal rhythms with students and stuff oh, like that? Oh, man. Whew, it's, it's been good lately. Re- definitely lately. Early yeah. on it was a little, I'm not going to lie a little rough but yeah uh, you know now that we've kind of gotten the swing of things a lot of students you know get to be on campus we get to do a lot more things together play games yeah. kind of get to know each other uh man it's been great it's been getting a good. bit of a rhythm and yes, stuff like that definitely yeah, that's good well thanks for being on tangible takeaways definitely. it'll be fun to chop up this weekend's message we had pastor kurt on yep. uh talking to all of our campuses we had a baptism weekend this weekend oh, we had an great. all church barbecue lots of stuff going on this weekend it yep. felt like a little bit of some normal church stuff going on this weekend, right? Oh man, 100%. I mean, I, I don't think I saw so many people just smiling, running around, having some fun. It was, it was it was really cool to see everybody just interacting, kind of just hanging out, just being relaxed. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I just think we should always, from now on, have a dunk tank whenever we're dunking people for baptism. It right? It just syncs up perfectly. It, it's just, it, it engages everybody, right? Yeah. Why not, right? It's let's perfect. go out there and it's just do it. It's a very visual demonstration. It's 100%, yeah. just bam, let's I do love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So as we wrapped up First uh, John this weekend right. in our Real Love, Real Life series, right. what would you say, just looking at kind of the entirety of First John, we still have Second and Third John right. to get to over the next couple of weeks, but as we look at just all of First John, what's your takeaway from First John? Like, what are you seeing? What are some themes that you're seeing or a, a big point that you're seeing right, through right. that first letter that John's got? Right. Well, no, I mean, honestly, like I reflect back on the just from the beginning, right? Like John, this letter, right, to these this, this people group, right, where they are obviously dealing with some situations, whether mm. it be unbelief or it be uh, frustrations within the church or just this idea of wrapping around that God being man and, you know, this this early conflict, right? Yeah. I love how John just comes right out the gate and just says, you know what, it's, you can have this relationship with God, right? Mm. You, you have this established relationship with God. And to me, it's like uh, definitely even in this season, uh, how, you know, to us, it's, we almost take it for granted, right? It's like telling an eighth grader, right? Like, hey, you can have a great relationship with the assistant principal. Mm. An eighth grader is going to be like, I don't care. But to these people back in that time, right? To them, this is like a, a just an amazing concept that God is available to, the, to them in this relational way, right? Mm. They need to have faith. And John's reminding them of who Jesus is. And I think that's just a, a great starting point. Uh, yeah. The beginning of the, of the letter. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's such a cool like way to even kind of visualize what he's getting at. It makes me think of like I think that there's this uh, there's this cool confidence that right. John has, and that was what was so compelling to me about the letter as we're going through it. Right. Um, and it was a little bit convicting for me as well because I think on the side of 
being involved in a church staff, right. um, we can often lack the confidence that John has in Jesus. Right. Um, and not like confidence that we're saved or something right, like right. that, but he's very confident about the church. Right. He's very confident that they're going to be okay, yep. that they're going to persevere mm -hmm. and they're going to keep on keeping on. Yep. And he is confident that Jesus is going to continue to provide and he's going to continue to take care of his church and he's going to continue to weed out false teachers yes. and he's going to continue to strengthen believers. 100%. And John is just like reiterating over and over again, even as Pastor Kurt was talking about this difference between no and no, no and right? No. Two different kinds of no's. One right. is just kind of a head knowledge and yes. the other is this really internal, deep knowledge. And that's what John is reminding them of. It's yes. like, you have this knowledge of Jesus that's internal. Mm. You have the spirit, like have confidence. Yep. Don't be afraid. Like, Absolutely. I just, I love that. And it feels very in line with a lot of the things that we see when God shows up with his people, right. this confidence. Don't be afraid. Yep. Not because you've got it together. Not yeah. because like, totally it not. seems like the church is actually going to do great. Like a, a lot of times it seems like the church is falling <laughs> apart and we're all <laughs> right. worried and anxious. And right. I mean, you think back to COVID over this last year and all this anxiety of like, what does this mean for the church? Right. And then I just come back to this, like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's not my church. It's yeah. not your church. It's not Pastor Tom's church. It's Jesus's church. It is. And Absolutely. dang, he's faithful. Oh, you know, man, like, just, yeah, his passion that he's speaking from is just amazing. You know, when he addresses in, in I think in second chapter, when he's saying young men and uh, fathers and, you know, just this like reiterate children, you know, yeah. you know, this diff different spiritual, you know, maturity that they're in. He's just still reminding them, like you said, with just great passion. Um, and like you said, even being in the church, sometimes we all need that reminder of who God is. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's really good. So what would you say as we were unpacking real confidence this right. weekend, which is such a great way to end the Absolutely. letter? Because I think that theme of confidence is all the way through the letter. Sure. Um, what would you say is something that practically, you know, sure. name, name of the game, tangible takeaways. Right. What would you say is something practically that has helped build confidence in your faith? Because likely, right. really none of us start out in our faith like I am 100% confident <laughs> right. in all aspects of my faith. Right. Like, right, like we come to faith and then there's a kind of a, a big growing process that we're always going under. Yeah. So what are some things you've seen grow your faith or grow your confidence? Right, right. Um, I, you know what? I would just say just, the, just taking a look at and just remembering again, and who Jesus is. I think ultimately, um, you know, just reflecting on that. When again, when John starts off the letter, I just love how he's just passionate about like, man, knowing what we know, seeing what we saw. Like, I'm just reiterating to you that Jesus is the Messiah, and you can have confidence in that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and especially in this season of turmoil, I think sometimes uh, we we have this tendency to still weigh the burdens of of, of, of our own worries and our own stress, right? Mm -hmm. And having that confidence just to say, I know who Jesus is. I know who my God is. I know that I know. Uh, and just resting in that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm all about illustration, so I, I visualize this, and it reminds me of a story of uh, uh, the, of, this, of this man who's going down the road, uh, and he's got a horse and carriage, and he sees this man sitting on the side of the road with this big pack on his back, and he's struggling to get by, and he has pity on him, so he, he pulls over to the side of the road, and he says, hey man, jump into the back of my wagon, I'll take you to the town, right? Mm -hmm. So he jumps in the back, they start heading down the road, and as he turns around to make sure that the man is now free from that burden, 
he realizes that man is still struggling. See, the guy has never taken the pack off of his shoulders. He just jumped on the back of the wagon, mm. but he's still weighing that burden on him, right? Mm. And he doesn't have the, the, the confidence necessarily, right? And, and that's my thing is as believers sometimes, you know, we can continue to wear that on our shoulders. Yes, we try to rest in the fact that God is God mm. and have confidence in that, but sometimes we still kind of pack that burden. Mm. And we think somehow it's offloading, but we're still not. And we just got to make sure that uh, for me, a practical thing I leave for is uh, to begin my days, right? Begin my days with that, this understanding that God, you are who you are. And no mm. matter what I'm going to face, whether good, bad, or ugly, as I head on to the world, I just want to establish my faith early on so that when I leave these doors, man, that I just rest in the fact that you are who you are and I just leave this with you. Mm. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. I love that image of unloading burden. And I even like that makes me think about like, man, how real is that for us that we, you know, we have this great support system in right. Jesus, right. but we continue to go at things alone. Yeah. And that's not Jesus's problem. That's our problem, sure. right? That's our stubbornness or lack of understanding that, man, he wants to carry that yeah. for us. 100%. And I, I think what's so cool when you start your day that way, yeah. that really kind of, when you start with that unloading, right. is it helps you move from internal to external. Right. One of the things that I think so easily happens for us is when we carry that load, sure. it's really easy to remain focused on our problems, on yeah. what's going on with us, right? And so we go super internal, right? We've, right. Got all this, we've got all this weight on us. And so we're just thinking about, I'm going crisis to crisis. I've got all these things I've got to figure out. I've got all these problems in my life because exactly. all these problems in my life are weighing me down. Exactly. And so all I can think about is what's going on internally. Right. It's only when I take that weight off, I take that burden off, that I can think externally yeah. about other people. Man, yeah. what are the problems going on in the people around wow. me's lives, right? Yeah. And and it's not that the problems in my life go away, right. but it's that I'm not wearing the burden of it anymore. Mm -hmm. So it allows me, it frees up my mind to think external. Exactly. And one of the things that caught me last week, I was beginning to think about, that's just an interesting thought for me. I think during the pandemic, it was such a weird time for everybody, right? Nobody's really got a, like a, a basis for this. Like, right. oh, well, I've lived through this before, so this <laughs> right. is how we handled it last time. Right. Nobody's got that, right? right? It's a very unique situation. And one of the things that's kind of unique and cool about it is that we were all going through some sort of crisis at the same time together, exactly. which was cool at right. the time, right? It was right. like, man, like we're all hurting and struggling and we've right. all got stuff to figure out. And this is kind of like a really weird bonding experience with the entire world, world, right? Like yes. we're all going through something, which was different because normally uh, somebody's going through something, but then the people in their life that aren't going through something, they can kind of help pick them up. And then right. when those people are going through something, the, the other person can come and help pick them up, right? Oh, yeah. So we kind of have this like exchange of burdens in our culture. Definitely. And we just don't have that right now. Right now. Because what happened with the pandemic is we kind of all flipped internal. Right. Because we had crisis and we had problems yeah. and that's okay. Like that happens. Yep. But one of the things I'm realizing is, man, I've been stuck in internal, <laughs> internal for right. way too long. Right. And what I need to do to, to live in this confidence again yeah. is I need to flip external exactly. again. Exactly. And so I need to unload that burden. I can't carry it. Yep. I can't fix my life. I can't get it back to normal. Right. I'm not in control of those things. There it is. I got to get back to external. Back to external. And that's right. when we're equipped to be able to start focusing on those 
oikos relationships in yes. our lives, those relationships that are mm -hmm. supernaturally and strategically placed in our lives for us to have an impact on yep. these people for the sake of the gospel. Exactly. I mean, it's powerful stuff when we get to flip external. Yep. And I just think, man, that is such a huge piece in following Jesus yep. is learning to lay things down right. and lean into to viewing things externally. 100%. Yeah. So any other things that come to mind as far as practical yeah. confidence building things? Yeah. That's a great one. That's yeah, a great no, starting absolutely. spot. I mean, you know, and then, you know, just, just John, how he reflects on, you know, not loving the world, right? Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I think, I think it, you know, right now it's so easy to want to get distracted. I'm sorry, mm. we are, right? We, yeah. We've been dealing with the pandemic. We've been dealing with so many things. We just want distractions, right? Yeah. Because, we, you know, we feel like every time we turn on the news or we put on, you know, social media, you know, anything in the internet, it's just blowing up about you know, these big things going on in our world. So uh, we just have to be careful. You know, I know mm -hmm. like, again, John's, you know, illustrating this this world that's in rebellion against God, right? And I don't think we need to look too far to see that in our own, you know, world. Uh, but uh, you know, he's it's it's a modern day warning to us as well. Mm. Like, hey, listen, you know, keep on mission, stay on focus, because uh, if you don't, man, you will get drawn into this world. You will get drawn into the things that distract you, pull you, maybe potentially into sin. And as believers, you know, we uh, especially have to, like you said, stay get the burden off of us, stay on mission, stay on focus. Yeah. Don't fall in love with those things. Sometimes it can draw us away from God. Yeah. Sure. So easy to be distracted by <clears throat> our own crisis right. or then other distractions, yeah. right? Our different hobbies or yeah. uh, the media that we take in or yeah. whatever it is. So that's, I feel like such a great synopsis of first John and right. a great synopsis of how to build this confidence that John's talking about is, man, let's stay away from distractions. Yes. Let's lean into viewing things externally, which would fall into the love category, love category. right? Yep. I want to be loving the people around me yep. selflessly. I want to be hospitable to them. I want to be kind. I want to be loving. Exactly. But then also on the other front, man, and then I got to lean into God's word. Yes. And the distraction of entertainment mm. is going to keep me away from God's word. <laughs> right. And the distraction of my own crisis yep. is going to keep me away from loving, people. from loving people. And so there's kind of these two distractions that we really yeah. have to rebel against yep. to say, no, I, I need to lean into God's word. I'm not going to go to bed. This is a new thing I've really been trying to work on throughout the pandemic. Yeah. One thing that was really convicting in the pandemic is like, man, days that I wouldn't read my Bible in the pandemic, it was like, <laughs> right. dude, what else did I have to do today? <laughs> Right. There was nothing else to do. That right. is purely like just me. Just That's me. me. Yeah. That's I, I can't even say like, oh, I was, but Lord, I was so busy like <laughs> right. doing work for your kingdom. Like, no, I wasn't. No. I was just sitting at home yep. and I just didn't get around to it. And so, man, committing to saying, man, I'm not going to go to bed before I read my Bible. So maybe I, I, I wake up late, I get a poor jump on the day. That's okay, that happens. Right. I gotta be realistic about my life. But man, I'm not gonna go to bed before I come to God's word. There it is, yeah. And then saying, man, I wanna take that daily practice right. of offloading that burden so that I can flip external with the people in my life Definitely. instead of being distracted. So some great takeaways, hopefully for you. Uh, and always a reminder, man, if you've got some tangible takeaways from this weekend's message or from First John, uh, man, just let us know there in the comments, a tangible takeaway that you have. Uh, don't forget to like the video and share it with somebody, yeah, right? Who might definitely. benefit from the conversation. Uh, but thanks so much for being on, Carlos. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me, guys. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>